Diverticulitis, what is it? How do you know if you have it? And would you ever need surgery for it? We're going to talk about that next on Scope Radio. Access to our experts with in-depth information about the biggest health issues facing you today. The Specialists with Dr. Tom Miller is on The Scope. I'm here with Dr. Bartley Pickren. He is a surgeon and also specializes in colorectal surgery. He's a professor of surgery here at the University of Utah. Tell us, what is diverticulitis? How would a person know if they had that? Well, diverticulitis is an infection of the colon. It usually comes from infected diverticula, which are little pouches in the colon. So when... A person develops an inflammation due to an infection. What do they feel or how do they know they might have an infection? Of the well, the majority of the time it starts out with pain, usually in the left side, uh, down toward the pelvis. And the pain usually kind of on, comes on pretty quickly. They usually may have fever, not much of an appetite, and just generally don't feel good. And when should they, if they experience that, head to the doctor in your opinion? Well, if it's the first time, then you should really get checked out within the next couple of days. The majority of people take a week's course of antibiotics and they do well and most people never have a problem again. Would one ever need surgery for this? Does it ever get so bad that you would need to have part of the colon taken out where the infection occurs? Well, it certainly can. I mean, some people have their first episode as a free perforation, which is a life-threatening condition. Now, perforation is described as? Basically, a hole erupts in the colon. And it leads to leakage. And leakage of stool inside the abdominal cavity. Not a good thing. Not good at all. And so, like I said, that's usually a life-threatening condition that has to be taken care of with emergent surgery. When do you, or what do you talk to the patient about in terms of surgical intervention? Well, it really depends on their symptoms. A lot of the recommendations for this disease process have changed over the last five to ten years. And so what we're really looking at now for people who require surgery are not really the number of episodes you've had per se, but more of the people who get an episode and really never recover from it. Just have this kind of lingering left-sided pain and just general GI discomfort. That continues even after an antibiotic course of antibiotics? Usually after multiple courses of antibiotics. So then it's time to take out part of the colon, I guess? Right. And how much of the colon do you usually remove in order to repair this problem? I mean, it, on average, it tends to be anywhere from 8 to 12 inches. Um, it really depends on the extent of the inflammation that's present um, compared to the healthy colon that's left that's not involved. And how do you do the surgery now? I understand that it's probably done laparoscopically. Yeah, so we have some good minimally invasive options for this. Um, usually we start out with a little quarter of an inch incision in the belly button, and we're able to put a camera in the end of the abdominal cavity and take a look around and really see where the problem lies. Uh, then we usually make a, about a two-inch incision kind of just above the bikini line, and we're able to do the entire surgery through that. So not a large incision as in the old days? Not at all. You could still wear your Speedo if you want to. That'd be great. So <laughs> maybe not for me. How long does a patient... Um plan to be off work for this, or how long can they expect uh, the recovery to, to take? Well, a typical hospital day, stay is anywhere from two to four days, and then overall recovery, kind of depending on the fitness of the patient prior to surgery, is usually anywhere from three to six weeks. I have heard that after an episode of diverticulitis, patients have been told not to eat popcorn or jam with seeds in it. Can you comment on that? I'm not so sure that isn't a myth. It is a myth, and it used to be the theory that Plugging these little pockets makes diverticulosis or turn into diverticulitis. 
And so the theory used to be that if you ate nuts, popcorns, or seeds, that you would plug these little pockets. But there's really no scientific evidence that shows that's true. And or, actually, these sor- these foods are all very good fiber sources, which can actually help with the pro- progression of diverticulitis. So in general, you would tell patients after a bout of diverticulitis to increase fiber in their diet? In the acute setting, to kind of tone it down a little bit. But once they've recovered, then yes, the fiber, about 20, 25 grams a day. So it sounds like uh, if one has diverticulitis uh, and it's not too severe, you're going to have that treated by your primary care physician, usually with antibiotics and rest. And then if it recurs or if it continues, if there's multiple episodes or whether it's a continuous rather nagging pain after multiple courses of antibiotics, you would recommend that the person see a surgeon and preferably perhaps a colorectal surgeon. Absolutely. TheScopeRadio.com is University of Utah Health Sciences Radio. If you like what you heard, be sure to get our latest content by following us on Facebook. Just click on the Facebook icon at TheScopeRadio.com.